This is the National Medicine Symposium from the Canberra National Convention Centre. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. And good morning to the last day of autumn here in Canberra. And those of you who are visitors to Canberra, this ain't nothing if you think it's cold. <laughs> We're about to enter winter. It is a delight to be here. My name is Virginia Hausiger, and I'm delighted to be your MC and facilitator over the next couple of days of what I can see is going to be a wealth of robust discussion, debate, questioning, and information sharing. So welcome to NMS 2018 with our theme, Population to Personal Healthcare, The Future is Now. Now, for many years in Australia, we've talked about the future of personalised medicine, and NMS 2018 will explore real-world examples of the impact that it's having now and how influencing health decisions making at all levels, especially perspectives from the coalface, and how new technologies and personal healthcare are changing practice. Now, our conference sub-themes include evolving systems, which examines where the gaps and opportunities are and how systems are evolving and adapting. Reimagining policies asks how the regulatory environment is responding to changes in treatments and healthcare. And clinical innovations explores what's emerging in clinical care and treatments to drive better patient conditions and patient outcomes. So, before we start formally, there are a few small details I need to share with you, and I'm not going to tell you where the restrooms are because I'm sure you'll find them. Out the door, turn right. Um, there are, as you would have seen when you entered this morning, exhibitors, a number of exhibitors downstairs, and we do urge you to uh, walk among them and explore what they have on offer and have a chat to the many who are here for the conference. I do need to tell you about an emergency announcement. If there is an alarm in the building, the first tone will sound beep, beep, <laughs> and announcements will be made through a central speaker system. If you hear a whoop, whoop, panic. <laughs> no, don't, no, don't panic, just follow me. I'll panic for you. Um, the evacuation assembly point for the convention centre is Glebe Park, located at the rear, uh, between the casino and the Crown Plaza Hotel. So that's at the rear, downstairs, and head to the back of the building. Now, I want to tell you about social media, because, of course, we're all engaged in social media. The hashtag, if you're on Twitter, the hashtag for the conference is hashtag NMS2018, NMS2018. I also have a, a Twitter handle, Virginia underscore house, H-A-U-S-S, house. Um, but get on to hashtag NMS2018, and we will be tweeting throughout the, uh, the, the conference over the, both days. And if you want to just check in with the discussion, events and discussion in concurrent sessions, you'll find it all there with um, regular tweeting on hashtag NMS2018. 
2018. There is also a conference app. Now, you've, you would have seen in your bags the conference program. There is a, uh, a display of the app there which you can scan or a website which will help you get onto the app. The app gives you the full program, speakers' bios, details of sessions, etc., etc. So you will find it very, very useful. And so as not to hold things up this morning, uh, I won't read full bios of all our speakers, but assume I will assume that you'll, you'll do that uh, in the program, read it from the program or find that in the app. Now, in addition to having a tremendous uh, collection of speakers at this conference, we also have two very important participants, two consumer rapporteurs. They are Melissa Cadzo and Deborah Ledeker. And Melissa and Deborah will be attending throughout the conference in a number of sessions and networking with delegates. Now, they will be identified, and I'll introduce them uh, a little later this morning. And when you see them, have a chat to them, because at the end of the conference, they're then going to give us a bit of their feedback, um, which I think is a terrific idea to get a sense of, we all get a little bit narrow in our, <clears throat> our field of expertise and we get a little bit tunnel vision, so it'd be terrific to hear from our consumer rapporteurs as to what has been the standouts for them and what they take away from this conference. All sessions are being filmed, so if you have a, an issue with that at all, please just advise any of the NPS, sorry, NPS Medicine Wise staff who are located around the conference. You'll see them identified by their um, tags. Uh, if you have a concern about being filmed or recorded. Now, the sessions will be uh, recorded and available later on as podcasts. Pop-up radio uh, will be recording all plenary and concurrent sessions, which will be available as, as podcasts, as I say, after the conference, and uh, the details of that are in your program, which is terrific, actually, because if it means you can't decide when you look at the concurrent sessions which one you want to go to and you're concerned about missing one, be able to listen to it on a, a podcast in the following days. Um, the pop-up radio is located downstairs in the exhibition area, so do uh, pop in and say hello to those running pop-up radio. When I ask for questions, rather than hand microphones around the audience, there will be two microphones in the corridors, in the, uh, as you can see here, and you're most welcome when you have a question to just uh, uh, stand at the microphones, which is a way of me seeing too that you have a question to ask um, and put to the panel or a speaker. So, with all that housekeeping behind us, it is now my very, very great pleasure to interview, introduce, introduce you to Tina Brown. Tina Brown is going to give us the welcome to country. Tina, of course, is a very well-known local Ngunnawal woman. Would you please make welcome Tina Brown? Can you hear me? Now you can. Oh, you've got to lean over it. Um, good morning and welcome to the beautiful lands of the Ngunnawal. I begin by acknowledging my parents, Carl and Louise Brown, and all of the Ngunnawal elders and ancestors. I live my life in honour of you and the legacy you have passed to me. Many of you will know, and some of you may know, that Canberra is a local word meaning meeting place. We would say that the leaders of our nation and surrounding nations have been meeting on this land forever. Our oral stories and science tell us that we have been meeting in this area for 25,000 years or more than 100 generations. 
Our people have been able to maintain this continuous connection because the country provided fresh air to breathe, clean water to drink, nourishing food to eat and clothing and shelter to keep us warm for our bitterly cold winters. It is on this once exacting land as extreme cold of the last ice age was easing that my ancestors forged their resilience and grew their knowledge of country and handed to those of us who follow them the legacy of our ancestral beings and our creation stories and our responsibility for the future of our people and country. These pathways were formed as our ancestors followed the river and creek corridors and the ridges and spurs on the hills and mountains, linking our major spiritual gathering places. The responsibility for the future of our people and country now rests with all of us, which is why I'm here today conducting this Welcome to Country. So on behalf of my elders of my people, my extended family and all who have gone before us, I welcome you to the ancestral lands of the Ngunnawal. I welcome my Indigenous sisters and brothers and am in awe of our legacy, tens and thousands of years in the making. I also welcome our fellow Australians and honour the mingling of the dust of the bones of my ancestors and the dust of the bones of your ancestors, for it is this which now shapes the land, uniting us all as custodians of the future. Welcome to the beautiful lands of my ancestors. Have a wonderful day. Thank you very much, Tina, and I too pay my respects to the elders past and present and emerging. Thank you for joining us. Now, it's my great pleasure to introduce you to the chair of NPS, Peter Turner, who will officially open the National Medicines Symposium. I'll tell you a little bit about Peter. As you probably know, he's had 40 years experience in the biopharmaceutical industry and is former executive director and chief operating officer of CSL Limited and founding president of CSL Bering. He has a number of feathers in his cap and I won't go through them all because they are too numerous. Please welcome Peter Turner. Thank you, Virginia. I too recognise the traditional custodians of the land on which we meet and pay my respects to their elders past and present. On behalf of the NPS Medicine Wise Board, it is my pleasure to welcome old and new friends to the National Medicine Symposium for 2018. Some of you, some speakers and delegates have traveled long distances to get here. We have guests from the UK, Sudan, Singapore, Norway, New Zealand, Nepal, India, Egypt, and if you come from the north or west of this country, you've also traveled a fair way too. So thank you for making the journey. In 1970, I worked on the last smallpox vaccine ever made in Australia. In 1979, the WHO declared smallpox an eradicated disease. This year, five million Australians lined up for their influenza vaccine. But a month or so ago, I met a young man whose haemophilia B had been cured by a gene transplant. These are some of the examples I think of when I think of our theme, population to personal health care. It's very topical considering the investments made in the annual budget this year from the, from the government, new medicines, health technologies, genomics, 
digital transformation. This symposium will discuss innovations and impacts on policy, frameworks, health systems, clinical practice, healthcare decision-making, and hopefully provide us all with a sense of our preparedness for the future. If we prepare, we will maintain safe and effective use of healthcare technologies. We have an exciting lineup of speakers and topics for you. Your program booklet outlines the richness of content and there will be something for everyone. Some thanks. Thanks to the program committee, all the speakers, delegates, our silver sponsor, the Department of Veteran Affairs, the Department of Health, and all our symposium partners. Uh, a reminder again to please make sure you visit the exhibition booths. They're not sell selling anything other than information. Enjoy the 2018 National Medicine Symposium. Let's make it one to remember. Thank you. Thank you very much, Peter. Thank you very much indeed. And yes, a thanks also to the symposium's sponsors. Uh, events like these very much depend on the support of sponsors, so we do thank them. And as I say, you will see um, various um, uh, stalls downstairs. As Peter says, they're not selling anything other than information and engagement, and talk is free, so please do chat with them. Now, it is my great pleasure to introduce you to someone you know well, um, but this is a very special um, symposium for Lynn Weeks, as it is her last, after 20 years and 10 symposiums. Would you please welcome to the stage Lynn Weeks. Put you just here. Thank you. Rather than talk to you about Lynn, I thought it'd be best if we sit here and talk with Lynn. Uh, I, this is a particularly important symposium for you, being not only at the 10th mm. and marking the 20th year. I feel like I'm about to whiz Step around. Up, yes. but <laughs> <laughs> there's no stop on these chairs, no, no breaks. <laughs> um, we, we, we can whiz around if we like. But whilst we do, let's have a, a, a bit of a chat about what you have, what you have um, experienced over the last 20 years. And I won't take you through 20 years, but first and foremost, what, what is your expectation for this particular symposium, the 2018, mm. and what, what, what makes this one so unique? I think this one for me is, is unique in that we are bringing together a lot of things we've talked about feedback to go. We've talked about in parts before. So we've, we've looked at genomics and personalised medicine and we've said that's on the horizon and now it feels like it's more than on the horizon. It's pretty much here. We've talked about IT systems and data. We've talked about artificial intelligence. And now those things are all converging. And mm. I think with that convergence, we'll start to see a true leap forward. Um, I was talking with, with Keith earlier, who's going to speak in a moment, and he said, well, we'll leap, but we don't know where we're going to leap, and I, maybe that's true as well. Um, but it is exciting time, because mm. we have an opportunity to maybe get to a point we haven't been to before, and mm. bringing together a lot of things. Mm. 
I must say, my background is in media, and with 30 years in media, the, the change in technology, particularly over the last 20 mm. years, has been so astronomical, it's almost like I don't, I, I don't recognise the landscape of 20 years ago. Mm. How about for you, if looking back mm. from 20 years ago to where we are now, what are the biggest changes biggest that changes. you've seen? Well, I have to say, first of all, that some doctors still use faxes, so not everything has changed. <laughs> But much, much has changed. And I think for me, a lot of it's been actually in the practice, maybe more than in the technology. So I see in general practice, in particular in primary care, more team-based care, more quality improvement as a natural part of practice. People doing stewardship and, and looking at their data in their practices, that wasn't, um, wasn't even... Um, well, there weren't even really a few model practices 20 years ago. That's very new, very new over that time. Consumers are still at the heart of things, and I think we need to maintain that. And for NPS, that's been absolutely bedrock for us. We can't lose that. It's, it's part of how we do qualities of medicines and part of why I think this whole movement is, is different to other, other, other ways of doing medicine. We have a lot more data. So now we have data we can use. I used to say 20 years ago, well, we don't have the data to measure that. We actually do have the data now. Sometimes putting it together is pretty complex. Well, now we're dealing with privacy and um, security issues with that data. So I think we've moved to a different place. We really need to keep engaged with our consumer colleagues to understand how we can use that data and what's appropriate, mm. what's not um, going to be acceptable to them. You know, with this secondary use of data is all very well, but it needs to be for the good of the, of the patient and the consumer. And I guess the other thing for us that was, you know, very new was we started this quality use of medicines and now we really are looking at medicines and tests, diagnostic tests. So that was a whole new area for NPS mm -hmm. to enter. And it's been interesting seeing how well the principles of quality use of medicines really work in that environment of tests and procedures and other things. So it's a, it's, it gives, I guess, gives us um, confidence that the work we're doing is transferable across different areas of medicine. Lynn, you, you mentioned that consumers are at the centre of, of what you do. Has it been difficult to keep consumers at the focus, at the centre of the work over 20 years? It has, and it shouldn't be, but it is, because health professionals get really immersed in what they're doing and they love what they're doing, and being able to keep coming back and saying, and now where's the consumer voice in this? How are we co-designing this? Have we engaged people at the very beginning, at the middle and at the end, um, has been really important. So I've had some, uh, some consumer mentors and colleagues who have kept us honest and true, and that I've, they have been invaluable, and many of you are in the audience, and I thank you for that, because that really strong voice that says, we have to be there all the time, that this is all about us, um, consumers on my board who say, this is not about fixing the consumer, this is about fixing the system so that the, it supports the consumer. Really important voices all of the time. They've kept me very grounded. And so, look, and just looking ahead, and I know that uh, this is your last symposium in this role, yes. um, but looking ahead, what do you see as being the key challenges and, and opportunities? Mm. I, I think for us, a lot of the challenges be, will be around the way, this, this idea of personalised medicine and the way we practise medicine. So there will be challenges in thinking about how do we do the most for the population, but we're doing it in very, I guess, narrow, um, with narrow, very narrow groups of people. 
I think we need, there's a challenge about really working much more holistically across primary care and hospital care. That's still, you know, we've been talking about that for 30 or 40 years. We still don't have that right. Still a huge opportunity there. And I think as we're seeing personalised medicine, it actually sharpens the focus on that and makes it really necessary. And there is this bit about privacy and data, and I think that's a huge mm. challenge for mm. us. We need to get that right, because we know if we don't get it right, consumers and citizens and communities say, no, you can't use the data at all. And we've seen that in other countries. Mm. We don't want to see that here. Just lastly, are you optimistic? I am optimistic. I'm naturally optimistic. Mm -hmm. But also, there's so many wonderful things happening. And we see the new uh, students, the new people presenting posters coming through with great ideas and enthusiasm and energy. You have to be optimistic about that. Dr. Lynn Weeks, it's been a, a pleasure to talk to you this morning. I know we're going to hear more from you throughout the conference, but as CEO of NPS Medicine Wise, it's been uh, wonderful to meet you here. And congratulations on the work you've done Thank over you. the last 20 years. Thank you very much. Dr. Thanks. Lynn Weeks, Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you.